Welcome to the Good Vibes Club, a normal girl's guide to living your best life and being the best version of yourself. Whether you're listening on your commute, out on a hot girl walk, or curled up on your sofa, open your mind and get ready to feel those good vibes. Hello guys, welcome back to the Good Vibes Club. I'm gonna firstly apologise about my voice. I've got a bit of a cold, but I have a really great guest on with me today and we're gonna be deep diving into a little bit of psychology. So I've got the lovely Zoe with me. Oh. who is amazing I'm actually gonna let her introduce herself because I feel like she has you're like a multifaceted person like you have so many different things that you do and you're really good at so I want you to explain thanks <laughs> uh so I'm a psychologist a presenter and also a business culture consultant everything I do sits under the umbrella of psychology and my main mission is to just help people understand themselves a little bit more just so they can live life a little bit easier um, with my psychology, I create content that breaks down what happens, the emotions we go through, the behaviors we go through day to day, certain situations that we all get put in. So I make content around that. Um, I present my own series where I go out onto the streets and get people talking about life, love and everything in between. I love these. I've seen some of them. <laughs> yeah, my little box pops. I have so much fun doing them. Um, and so many people want to just sit and like talk to you about their like deepest, darkest secrets. Isn't it's that mad? Mental? And I'm like, this is going online. And they're like, okay. And they're just like, but I think just people just need people to talk to. And sometimes it's probably easier if it's maybe a stranger. And I think you just kind of forget that the camera's there and then... And then see it on TikTok and think, oh God, what have I done? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you go like viral. Um, I mean, that happened to me recently. Did it? Yeah, I did a... Um, I Someone approached me on the street and I was like people pleasing and I couldn't say no because I felt bad. And they were like, can we pretend to call your boyfriend and say you're pregnant? And I was like, yeah, fine. And they did a whole thing with me. It's got like 20 million views. And I keep being messed. I keep getting people on TikTok like, are you still with your boyfriend? Like, blah, blah. And I'm like, I really regret doing it now. Because at the time I was like, this is funny, fine, ha ha. And they, they, you know, like they keep going. And I was like, I can't, I, I was literally laughing in this thing. Like, this is so ridiculous. And they were like, oh, I was going to break up with you anyway. And I was like, this is going too far. But it kept going and I was so mortified when it was online and people kept messaging. So you actually had to call your boyfriend? No, I called a guy off camera that was his friend. Oh, okay. So it was completely fake. Okay. What was it for? Was it like Just a some skit on their TikTok. <laughs> so like similar vibes where I was approached on the street, but then it went up and I was like, oh my God, I am now mortified. This is online. I still, it was like three weeks ago and I still keep getting people like, are you with your boyfriend? I'm like, guys... You have to send it to me and you can see it. I'll show you after. It's, it's so ridiculously bad. Like I was laughing my head off like this is so fake. And I'm like, bye, like hanging up the phone as quick as possible. And it's now gone viral. And it's just, I'm not even tagged, by the way. Didn't even get any aid from it. I don't make people do that kind of stuff. <laughs> I just ask them about like their first love or like friendships they found hard. Um, yeah, I kind of keep it quite like deep. and Nice. Nice, deep and personal, no like pranks. Actually real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so people literally open up to you and they'll be like, oh yeah, this is like my worst, like whatever. Yeah, and I remember I was, um, I'd asked this guy last week and I said to him like, I just want to ask you about like love and like your experience of love. And he was like, I don't think I've got very much experience. And I was like, oh. well, I'd love to hear like what you do have. This guy was chatting for like 25 minutes about some like deep, like, relationship he had and he was going all through the, the ins and outs and he just gave such good advice because I think it just, it just really came from the heart of like his own experience um, and he really opened up and then 
yeah, once you get people talking, they're really open to sharing their experience because I feel like people want to, they need to talk about those sorts of things. Like, I think it's a really healthy way to process it, talking about things. And to someone so like out of the situation as well, so you've got no bias, you don't know who they're talking about, you don't know the situation other than what they say to you. Yeah. Like you're just so removed from it. Yeah, exactly. And so I think that's like the, the beautiful part of it. So that's like a part of my uh like what I do which I really love um I've created my own series which we're going to be dropping soon <laughs> um which again is just like interviewing people but like in a bit of a um a more kind of like formal way and that's again just to get people talking because I think it's so important um to people's happiness and people having shared experiences and being able to move on from the things that they go through and just feel like they're like normal. Mm. Um, obviously like normal, just what is normal. But feeling but like they're not alone. Yeah, exactly. Which I think is really important. Um, and then another part of what I do is uh, business culture consulting. So again, that's me helping people understand themselves. But I go into businesses and startups um, and I help them understand the teams that they have and how they can grow their happiness and their um, engagement levels. Um, and then I work with a lot of the people in the teams kind of one-to-one -to, -one to help them understand how they can enjoy being at work. Um, Cause I think that everybody should enjoy work like no matter what role they have. Um, so true. Yeah. And so many people don't, I think. There's so many yeah. people who just dread going into work in the morning. I know. And it's like, I find that so mad. And obviously like, I'm so privileged that like mm. I found a career now that I really enjoy but I've been in a lot of like jobs that I just I just like it was it was mainly the people really yeah like all the managers like bad management or like people in the team that obviously didn't like it either and you spend so much of your time at work like five days a week most people right and I think to go into a place and not look forward to it and also for that business not to look after you I think is incredibly wrong. I think you've got responsibility as a business owner, if you're employing people, to, a responsibility within the people that sit underneath you, but also a wider responsibility in terms of the society, because you can actually have such an influence on a group of people yeah, in a good way or a bad way. And if you're treating people well, as you should be treating them, then they're going to then treat their friends better, their family better, the people who serve them in the coffee shops better. Like you have a responsibility to look after the people within your team because they're working with you. And yeah, obviously you, you pay them a salary. Um, so that's way that, that's a one way of you, that you compensate them. But I'm such a believer in that like, we're meant to be one big society. We're meant to be all working together. And a lot of the time we're all working against each other. And what we need to do is just come together and try and work out how we can all, we've all got one aim in life, right? It's just Happy. like <laughs> fucking have an okay time while you're here. That's like the one simple good life. mission that people want, right? They just want to be able to just get on and and, and live their life. Um, and I think that, yeah, businesses have a big responsibility to helping people do that. So that fits into like, the wider kind of like umbrella of what I do of just helping people understand themselves a little bit better so that they can enjoy life a little bit more. Which kind of leads nicely into what the episode's about, really. Yeah, it does. We're going to be talking all about changing when that sets. But um, we kind of put our heads together and I actually kind of let Zoe lead on what she wanted to talk about because I thought it'd be really nice to let you 
really just like talk about what you think is important Mm. and the other episode is going to be coming soon I'm not going to tell you what that one is just yet we'll talk about it at the end but today we're going to be chatting all about mindsets and how to really simply change your mindset to live a better life so everything from kind of happiness levels to success to your physical being and just a bit of everything really right Mm. and obviously we can talk about happiness at work as well even if you have a shitty boss yeah yeah (laughs) even if you have a shitty boss so before we get started I'm going to ask you what I ask everyone. Yeah. What is your good vibe of the week? I love this question. <laughs> probably because like I've just had like a really good experience recently. So it's like quite easy. But my good vibe at the moment is that last... I've just come back from Ibiza. Haven't been there before. Or I went there when I was like 11 with my family. But obviously I wasn't like raving mm. and like partying and stuff. I mean, if you were at 11, I'd be a bit worried. <laughs> I mean, I'm from Bristol. We do love a good party. and We start pretty young. But even like 11 <laughs> was, uh, yes, is, uh, is, is a bit mad. Um, but I, yeah, I went to, to Ibiza. I only went because it was my friend's surprise 30th. So we oh, all like... surprise. I know. I know. Um, so we all flew out there. She didn't know any of us were going her and her mates have been going for like the last like 10, 15 years. And I've always been like, mm, don't think it's me. I had this like, allu- I-, I thought that it was like chart music, which I'm not re- into. <laughs> and I just thought, it- I just won't enjoy it. But it was my mate's 30th and I was like, look, I'm just going to go. So when I had the best time ever, it's like one of the best places on the planet. Like I loved every single second of it. Like I've already planned, I'm going back next year for like longer. And it just made me, it just was a nice reminder that sometimes I think we get into our heads that we don't like something mm-hmm. or it's not for us. And we like almost like commit to that. And it was a nice way for me to think about how actually sometimes I can question what how I feel about certain things a little bit more and be a bit more open mm-hmm. to different experiences, even if I think I didn't like it. So that's my good vibe. I went, now I get to explore like a new place for the next few years. I was a bit sad because I was like, oh my God, I've been sleeping on it for like, you know, my prime. And then everyone's like, no, the best time to start going to Ibiza is probably like late 20s, Mm -hmm. early 30s, because it is like, it's not cheap. Well, you've got money, you can enjoy it a bit more. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You're not like, you just can control, I think like going out a little bit more rather than just like maybe going a bit like ragged. Yeah. Like um, you're not going just to party and then sleep all day. Like you're actually going to enjoy it a bit more. Yeah, exactly. So like, I'm like, okay, this is really exciting. I've got a whole new place to explore over the next like 10 years. I've never really been into house music, but now I'm quite into house music. So I've got like a whole new like music drama to explore. I met a lot of people over there. So now I've got like a new group of friends um, and I'm just like riding off the high of that really about just pushing yourself sometimes, going and doing things that you think you might not like because I didn't think I was going to like it. And I like fucking love it. And you loved it so much you're going back and planning to go back in 10 years. One of my mates was like, you were like a meme. I was like, right, I'm going next year for eight nights. I'm going to do da 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 And he was like, you were literally like a walking meme. Like you've been to Ibiza once. I've actually never been. I need to go but I've just never like you I was like I just don't really think I'm yeah I was like I don't think it'll be me but like but I like I I really love music and I love partying so everyone's always like I just can't believe you've yeah I'd be the perfect place for that yeah but like it was it was amazing I had like one of like my best like musical moments of my life I think top 10 musical moments there when like um 
there's a DJ called Black Coffee and it was his Oh my God, I love him. Yeah. South African DJ. Oh my God, he's We went to like his closing party and he dropped like a Kendrick remix and Kendrick's one of my favourite artists. And I just remember standing there being like, what you're dropping hip hop rap this is mad like this is a bit of me and i just like, looked around like everyone was like rapping to kendrick lamar money trees and i was like this is like one of my top like musical moments so. like poor memory when you're literally looking around and you're like i am mentally snapshotting this for the rest yeah of literally like it's crazy so that yeah it just taught me a lot and now even though I'm like early 30s now, I'm like, I've still got like a whole new place I can party in. And it's like the age range is so diverse. You've got like 60, 70 year olds on one side. You've got like 18 year olds on the other, 20 year olds that like there's, everybody is such a mix of ages that like you can go there and it's not out of place. I actually went to one place and I was the youngest person there. You're really selling Ibiza to me. I'm not going to lie. I'm like a brand ambassador for Ibiza now at this point. <laughs> new job, right? Like sign me up. I did it for free. I am doing it for free. <laughs> <laughs> if you need a trip to Ibiza, you know where to go. <laughs> but I love that because it's kind of like proof that sometimes you do really just need to leave your comfort zone and just be yeah. like, this is so not something I would normally do, but actually this is like the best thing I could be doing right now. Yeah, exactly. And I'm, what, you know what, I might have hated it. And a part of me was like, I, I don't think I'm going to like it, but like at least then I would have gone and been like, no, no, I don't like it. Yeah. And you tried it. And I tried it. So you know it's not for you. Yeah. But at least you know it is for you. Now you've got a 10-year holiday plan. But don't forget other places too. Like, don't just go to Ibiza. No, that's the thing. Like, <laughs> some of the people I was going with, they were like, um, they're like, they go every year and they never thought they'd, they'd they, they always want to go to new places and they didn't think they'd ever be that person who would just go there. But they they just make sure every year they have like a little pot of money so that they can go to Ibiza for at least like five days. That's a good way to do it, actually. Because I feel yeah. like it's not... It's not something you need like a long time, is it? It's like a... Oh, do you know, Wow. Well, like, I mean... At this point, I'm like... Because <laughs> there's like... It's beautiful. There's like... Be, like, we went for like some really nice like dinners. There's beautiful beaches. There's like a really like spiritual side to Ibiza. There's a lot of like sound baths, a lot of yoga. I feel like that's my... Hiking. And then you just literally like 10 minutes down the road. Like, it's like the biggest super clubs, the best super clubs in the world. So like, there's just like... It's like the mix... You can do a lot there. So I think I think you, I think you can go for like as long as you want, babes. Why am I now so tempted to go to <laughs> I did not I think I would come in here. And like, I'd, be like, yeah. I'd be like, can I come and join you? <laughs> yeah. um, I'm, I'm tempted. Recruiting. I'm so tempted. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, when do I tell my friends that we're going to Ibiza next year? Yeah. Tell them this side of the year, just get them to make like a little money pot every month. Even if I just convince them with like a sound bath or two or like some yoga. And then I'll just be like, by the way, we're yeah, hanging out like, tonight. Sir, just, <laughs> this, this DJ's playing. I'll so, <laughs> yeah. But they'll look, like, I love it. I just, yeah. Yeah, I think it's like, it's a really like magical place. Oh, I need to go. Mm. I'm sold. So obviously online, there's quite a big, I feel like everyone's kind of talking at the moment about changing your mindset. And then you've got the whole like lucky girl syndrome. There's like, all these different things popping up, especially on TikTok. So how do you actually change your mindset because it's all fine and well hearing that people have like changed their whole life up and they've gone from like never running a marathon to running an ultra marathon or they have suddenly just like started eating really healthy and doing all these things but how do you actually start to shift your mindset into being more positive because it's not a quick thing is it really like it takes a while and it's a lot of little mini habits and stuff well it's interesting you say that because you can change your perspective in a couple of seconds and that ultimately can then change how you feel about that situation I feel the hard part about it 
is being really consistent with it and day in day out reminding yourself that you're trying to move into this different form of thinking Mm -hmm. that's the bit that is tricky because we switch back into that negative thinking so easily as well so easily and pulling yourself back into more of a positive mindset that's the hard part but as soon as you start thinking more positively your whole perspective and outlook will change about that situation but it's just about staying with it um and as soon as you start practicing it more and more then it can't it starts to just happen to your subconscious so you'll start to do it without even thinking about it and I've been thinking in this way for the last like two three years I'd say I've really been practicing it and I'd say about a year ago a year and a half ago I now do it without me Mm. even really consciously thinking about it but that was me like like training your mind yeah it's training your mind but my mind now will still flicker into the the worst case scenario the negative because that's how our minds are set up sometimes I have to be like come on come on we know like we know like we can sit in this if you want but what's that gonna do how about how can we think about this differently we often think that our mindsets are are sabotaging us or working against us but they're not like your all your mind is trying to do is keep you alive and hope that by keeping you alive you're going to reproduce That's the two, if you look at it from like a scientific, psychological perspective, which is where where I look at it from, all your mind is trying to do is keep keep you alive and then through that, hope that you can reproduce because that's all we're here to do. Like if you want to get alive and have some babies, (laughs) that's basically it. And whether you want to have babies or not, or like that is what your chemicals like are are trying to basically do day in, day out. And there's a lot of things that, especially when we were, you know, like cave people, when we were um, developing, and still to this day, there's a lot of things that are going against our survival. So we have to constantly be thinking negatively to keep us alive. That's 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 like the, the simplest way I can kind of break it down. And we have we have up to 80,000 thoughts per day. That is so mental, isn't it? Yeah. It's wild. Like, and you've also got to like, get up, go to work. Function. (laughs) You know what I mean? Socialize, make your dinner. Like, there's a lot going on up there. Like, our minds are working tirelessly, day in, day out. Whether you're asleep, whether you're awake, whether you're conscious or not quite conscious, like, your mind is constantly working. And it's constantly working to keep you alive. Like your mind is your friend. Your mind is trying to help you survive. It's not working against you. What you need to do and how you change your mindset is to just understand some of the fundamental parts of your wiring. So like your DNA and the chemicals and the signals that are happening, just a basic understanding, which we can go into. And then it's about educating yourself on that. And then, like I said earlier, then thinking about day in, day out, how you can move from the negative more to the positive. And out of those 80,000 thoughts, 85% of them are negative and 93% of them crazy. crazy. 
So 85% of them negative and 93% of them are repetitive from yesterday. So that leaves like what, like seven to 15% of positive, right? My mind is literally blown. Yeah. <laughs> that is ridiculous. That's what you're working with every single day. But that's, that's what that, we need that. We need to think negatively to a certain extent because that's what keeps us alive. So we developed that when we were developing as humans and we had to think that things were, we had to think negatively about everything because if we if we were all sat around in our tribes and in our, in, in our social groups back then and we heard a sound far away, we had to think that is potentially dangerous. That's mm-hmm. like, we had to be on alert for that. We had to think, okay, that potentially means that there's a tribe or a social group that's gonna come and potentially harm us. So you had to think negatively about most situations today we still need those negative thoughts like if you're walking down the road and it's nighttime and you hear something behind you you know you're just like instinctively yeah. either freeze or turn around like a survival kind of yeah that's like your that's your mind that's your chemicals being like what's happening like you could be in danger you need to have a look if you thought oh it doesn't matter i'm sure it's nothing like and you know it might not be anything but if you if we constantly thought like that then potentially something dangerous like something bad would happen to us so we have to think negatively because that negativity has kept us alive for so long however our us societies has developed i'd say quite like dramatically in terms of where our minds have developed in terms of how we how we back then we had, we were constantly on edge about surviving. And nowadays it all still boils down to that survival point, but you might feel negative, you might feel anxious or negative about maybe an email that your boss sends when ultimately that doesn't mean that like, that's the demise of like your survival. But if you follow that trail, ultimately there's a fear there that potentially that does mean that that's the end of your survival. And, and you can kind of like correlate the two. So there might be a group when we were cave people who would potentially come, come in and, 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 and um, cause us harm, kill us. So that would mean that we wouldn't survive. And that's the main reason we, we like our chemicals being like, that's all we want to do is like survive and like reproduce. And if this, this tribe's coming in and they take and, over and taking over, then we're not going to do that. So your chemicals are thinking negatively because they have to, it's kind of, you can kind of see it the same today. Like, you know, in like, if, I don't know if you, if you, if your boss emails you, like we need to talk yeah, and you panic. immediately like, what have I done? Oh my God, I would be overthinking. Oh my God. Crazy. Yeah. And that again, like if you follow that trail, it's like really your mind's thinking, oh, okay. So if, I go into that room and then they fire me, then that means that I won't be able to pay my rent. If I won't be able to pay my rent, then I won't have anywhere to live. And if I won't have anywhere to live, then I'm gonna like I'm not gonna be able to survive. So my chances of survival are gonna be less. So it still has the same sort of effect, but we potentially are in some cultures and our culture, maybe society is just facing different threats than we used to. But those mm-hmm. threats are still there and they still basically boil down to the same point is that all we're trying to do is survive. But then you can also try and kind of think a bit more positively about situations and try and avoid thinking as much about the negative thoughts, right? 
yeah you have to try like riding a bike like you have to really like train yourself to like not keep ruminating on the negative yeah I feel like the key is to like understand that your mindset a lot of it is to do with DNA and survival um and I think once you just understand some basic parts of that, that it's not out to sabotage you it's actually there to protect you and then you think about okay what can we do with that and the way that you can change the way that you think and really change your mindset is to have conversations with yourself. So it's more about listening to what that negative thought is saying. Most of the time we'll try and distract ourselves. Mm -hmm. Most of the time we um, are worried about it. So we'll not think about it or we'll push it down. But you have to listen to what that negative thought is saying and it might it's probably going to be really irrational but that's okay but you have to make it's it's like basically making friends with your mind like you have to be really tight with your mind like if you deep it you can have as many friends around you you can have a partner you can have loads of family you can sleep in the same bed as somebody day in day out but the only person you've really got is like is yourself and your mind and your your mind because yeah. right? it feels like a bit of a different voice in your head but so say if you are someone listening who is like in a really negative thought post like thought space where you very much every single day you wake up and it's instant negatives it's like oh the coffee's not cold now I'm missing my train my train's really busy I don't like what I'm wearing my hair's a mess like the constant not that that's necessarily for you personally but like the constant negative thoughts all day and then you'll sometimes be like but it's okay because like I've had my coffee and I've woken up a bit or oh I do kind of like my outfit today and how would you say if someone feels like their brain is just constantly against them and they feel like they just can't seem to grasp it you know so like if I don't know how to explain this in the easiest way but like if someone just feels like their brain is a different person who is just constantly thinking, nope, nope, I don't want to be negative, don't want to be negative, and you're just fighting mm. against those negative thoughts all the time, and like you can't seem to get the positive thoughts going. Yeah. I get would, them to stick. Yeah, I hear you. I would suggest, and depending how dark your thoughts are or intense your thoughts are, because there are also like underlying health mm -hmm. conditions that people can have. So maybe there you may suffer with a bit of depression or a bit of anxiety, which is obviously going to increase those negative yeah. thoughts. The best thing you can do is just try and get those thoughts out of your mind. And when I run workshops, for example, I do this exercise where I get people to just thought shower all their negative thoughts. We've got into such a pattern in our society at the moment to write down all of our gratitudes, write down our vision boards mm -hmm. that's amazing and you need that because that definitely helps with the positives but you also need to address the negative thoughts that are happening because as soon as you start addressing them it means that then you can work on them and getting them out of your mind and onto a bit of paper most of the time what I find is people look at it and they think okay the power from that thought has actually gone away now mm -hmm. like I've written it down it's kind of out of my mind I don't actually think I, th I think that or well, that's actually not true so first off just unload everything that's happening negatively and maybe you do this every day or maybe you do it once a week or maybe you just need to do it once 
if your thoughts are quite intense and I would definitely recommend maybe doing this with a professional so maybe booking a therapy session or making sure you've got a therapist or somebody yeah. like a psychologist on hand um after um but start writing down the negative thoughts you have about yourself and your life and then you can start from there so if it is every day just taking your examples you know every day I wake up and I immediately think oh, I've got bad hair or I haven't got anything to wear or I'm going to be late for work or I've got going to work and like I don't like my boss and that's a really unhappy environment and I don't like this and I don't like that get it out onto paper first and try and rationalize with it and take a bit of a bird's eye view of what's happening but the way that you really try and change that mindset around that perspective is it's about understanding and changing the narrative that you're telling yourself so you need to ask yourself questions and you need to have a conversation with that thought and with that with with your with your mindset and that conversation needs to be a really nurturing positive conversation and if you think about yourself and it's just you and your your mind for the rest of your life like that is the relationship you need to invest the most time in 100% like that's the relationship you need to work on day in day out just because you've lived in your body for the last however many years it doesn't mean you necessarily know yourself like you need to spend conscious time thinking about who you are what you like what you don't like the things you want the things you don't want and that is like you would with a partner or a friend or a family when you have to like nurture those relationships you have to nurture the relationship with your mind and the more time you put into it the better the, the better it's going to be and it's about having so you know if you're sat there and you're thinking i can't do this or um I, i'm not very good at this or no, nothing goes well for me sit there and have that conversation and you need to ask though that th you have to ask your mindset questions you have to say okay so what part of it do you think you can't do yeah and then you have to answer you have to let your like you have to answer that question and it's like a thread like your thoughts start that negative thought starts here you have to follow that thread down and try and find some sort of solution at the end and there will always be a solution and you might not be able to access that solution there and then but you'll know what that solution is and what needs to happen and what you need to kind of work on exactly and like it might be you know start small like you said about uh, just again using your example earlier about um I, 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 I've got awful hair I don't look very good today that ha you have to say like what part how come you don't think you look very good oh because I don't have very nice clothes okay so what part of what clothes don't like what clothes do you have that you do like what can you do in this moment what can we do with that now like can we change our outfit can we change this like what needs to happen for you to feel a little bit better now that's the short term longer term maybe it means that you need to work on your confidence a little bit more yeah. or you need to just go shopping like it can be internal things or external things and when you're asking yourself questions, you need to, like, don't ask yourself why. Simply like, why are you feeling anxious today? Or like, why are you feeling upset today? Or why does that make me, why are you angry? It's how come that has made you upset? What is it that's made you upset about that? What are you worried about? 
for that because when you ask yourself why it's like a negative connotation like it's basically immediately putting blame on somebody being like why like why are you feeling like this like it it feels negative and it's a closed-ended question because you can be like well I don't know why I feel like this but if I say how come you how come you're feeling worried today so like changing the wording a bit yeah just simply remove why swap it in for what and how how come I'm feeling anxious today I've got quite a big meeting at work. Right, okay. That's more of a solution rather than sitting there and being like, why do I feel anxious? Like, why, yeah, I'm sure nobody else feels anxious. Like, well, why am I always the person that, you know, why can't I do this? Why can't I do that? And then that's like that negative spiral you're thinking about. Like, that's not gonna, that's not changing your mindset. Change your mindset is sitting there and saying, and leaning in and having a conversation like you would with your best mate and saying, what is it that is making you feel anxious? I don't like public speaking. So I'm going to this presentation. I don't like public speaking. Okay, what can we do between now and then that's going to make you feel a little bit more comfortable? Maybe we could practice the slides. Okay, let's get the slides up. Let's read through it. Okay, what else can we do? Maybe we can go there 10 minutes early just so we can set up and take a few breaths before other people Not come in. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, great. What else can we do? Maybe you could message somebody at work and tell them you're feeling anxious. Great. So you get there, you meet somebody at work, you tell them you feel anxious, have a little chat with them. You're a bit 10 minutes earlier. What else can we do? We can take deep breaths. Okay, cool. How else can we do it? What else can we do? And it's about almost like coaching yourself, therapizing yourself in that session or talking to your best mate as if your best mate was there. Like, what would your best mate say to you? Somebody who just really loves you, backs you, who you really trust. How would they help you through that situation? And once you start practicing having those conversations, then you can do it in every single situation that you're in. Every single feeling that you have even the good ones as well. It's not just about focusing on the bad, like, oh my God, I'm really excited today. How come I'm excited? Because that's getting you're getting to know yourself. Like, oh, I'm actually, I'm excited because it's really sunny out and I'm going to go see... Way to think about it. Yeah, and like, I'm going to go and see somebody I haven't seen in a while and I'm just in a really good mood today. How come you think I'm in a good mood? Maybe because, you know, I had an early night last night. I went to the gym this morning or whatever, whatever it is. Because then you're learning about yourself. You're, you're, you're noting that actually I feel really good when I do x y and z and you're going to remember that like the mm. next week or the next day and you're going to start understanding and getting to know yourself a little bit more and especially with the negative emotions that's when you start changing your perspective which is changing your mindset mm. because you're removing you're moving yourself from a place of being anxious to a place of understanding that anxiety understanding that negative thought and you're giving yourself a solution the important thing is to be having those conversations with yourself consciously. Positively and negatively. Positively and negatively. Like at first focus on the negatives, really try and understand them. Think of your negative thought as this like bunched up thread and it's holding you back. It's making you feel, it's obviously not making you feel very good. All you want to do is basically try unpick and it. unpick that thread. Yeah, pull it out, flatten it out, work out what's going on. You don't need to be a psychologist. You don't need to be a therapist to do that. You just need to be able to have a hold a conversation with yourself and lean into a bit more and just keep asking yourself, how come? 
What's making you feel like this? What can we do? Mm. What can we do in the short term? And what necessarily needs to happen in the long term? And that will help you understand your emotions. And the longer you do it, you'll start to like, before events or, you know, situations are happening, for example, you'll think, oh, okay, actually, I know that that's probably, I'm going to be quite stressed during that day. So I know that in the morning I'm going to do X, Y, and Z. But you have to train your mind to get to that point. And, And that's what changing your mindset is. It's about moving yourself from the negative thoughts that you're having and trying to move them to a place that is going to be more progressive for you. Like all you need to, all you're trying to do is set, setting yourself up for success. How can I set myself up for success? What can I do? What needs to happen? How can I lean into this negative emotion a little bit more to understand it? Because then that's the only way I'm going to be able to move forward. I actually really like the way that you have worded it as well, because I, I've talked about this on the podcast before, but I listened to a podcast ages ago and it was a similar thing where it was like, whatever the thing is, and then just asking yourself why. So I've always kind of done that and said that, but now you say it, I'm like, actually it makes sense to say how come instead, because when you're like, why you're like, but why do you feel that way? But why do you feel that way? And why do you think like that? So like, even if it's something like, I don't know, oh, I just feel like I'm not smart enough for that job role or I'm not enough for that or I don't feel like I'm funny enough or like if it's more of a personal thing rather than like just giving a presentation or something but it's really interesting you said about the how come because I genuinely have for months been doing the why yeah and I'll like write it down as wise and I'm like hmm. yeah and like you know like we it makes all, more sense and you know you grew up in like your parents were always like why did you do this your teacher why yeah. did you do this I mean that happens to me a lot because I was like was up to something but <laughs> it was also and I you immediately you're like oh and even now, like anybody asks, if someone in work or a friend is like, oh, why did you do that? You immediately like, you f- are you on the defense straight away? You're then startling around your head for an answer. Oh, because God, you I feel, do. yeah. And you're just like, and then you're just like, actually, like, I just did it because I've, that's what I did in the moment. Like, and that <laughs> doesn't know. But yeah, and you don't know. Cause it's like, but then you say, if you say to someone like, yeah, how come you did that? Then it's like, gives you you're like you think oh actually well how come I did that oh I did that because like because of whatever and it's just like really simple ways that it's like more compassionate wording yeah the same thing yeah and it's just gonna it's gonna help you understand yourself a lot more than asking why because like I said they're just just closed-ended questions so I think when we think about changing your mindset you can have two people who are in exactly the same situation and the same things happen to both of them. But one person can look at it in one way and another person can have a like, look at it in a different way. And they will have completely different experiences because of the way that they've changed their perspective on it. It kind of links to thinking about how once you start to train your mind a little bit more, and you're having those conversations with yourself and you're being able to navigate your emotions and your behaviors a little bit more. It's also okay, like, I think one of the hardest parts of this is that actually you might find, you might discover some like parts of yourself you don't really like. Mm. And like, that's okay. Like sometimes analyzing a behavior isn't gonna put you in the cutest light. Yeah, and you might look at it and think like, oh my God, I can't believe I've been acting like that. I think so, you've got to be uncomfortable sometimes though, haven't you? Because no one is 
no one is just perfect. No mm. one has like the most amazing personality, like the funniest sense of humor. No one is like the most intelligent person in the room. Yeah. Well, I mean, you might be, but like you're never going to be completely perfect. There's always going to be some kind of little, not flaw, but something that you maybe don't think is a positive about yourself. If yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And like, especially in like nowadays, like our culture nowadays and society, like comparison is huge and everyone's comparing themselves to what they're seeing online and um things feel super competitive at the moment like the economy the environment is super hard so like it's really easy to think oh but like this person is doing x y and z and this person is good looking and this person's got this and this and this but why and why me? Why not me? Yeah, like, but it's, they're doing that and I'm stuck in this. Yeah, and like, and that's really hard. And like, you can sit in it for a second, but you have to then tap back in and think, okay, that's my negative mindset thinking because life is, is basically survival of the fittest. Like, it just is. Like, we're, like I've said earlier, we're, we're here to survive and reproduce. Like, even though it feels, it takes like the personal, the spiritual aspect of life away. Um, it is survival of the fittest, right? Like you obviously want to be in a social group and you want to be popular because your chemicals are telling you that if you're popular, you're more likely to survive and you're more likely to be able to re reproduce um, offspring that are going to survive, right? It all trickles down back to... Cavemen. Back to, yeah, <laughs> back to us being cave people and, and how we developed back then and what we needed and what we're developing and how we're developing as ourselves nowadays. Changing your mindset to think about how to get to that place rather than just feeling like negative in that place. Yeah, and like you have like, like... Not dwelling on it, but just finding solutions almost. Yeah, and like, you know, different things happen. You have to sit and process certain things, of course. Um, you have to listen to that negative thought. You have to let it come up because then you take that negative thought and you think, okay what am I going to do with it? What is it that I'm actually wanting? Is it just a bit of my ego? Like, or do I actually really want to change something in my life? Okay, great. If we want to change something, what do we need to do to change it? What can we do today? What can we do tomorrow? What needs to happen in the next three months, six months, nine months, a year? And moving yourself into a place of thinking and being proactive about moving yourself more towards what you want rather than sitting in it too much, then spiraling. And then just ending up in another negative thought process and feeling sorry for yourself and then it's yeah. negative again. Yeah, and like, and sadly, like, nobody's going to do it for you. Like, you have to do it yourself. That's one of the hardest bits, I think, because mm. I think it's really easy. Like, I mean, even if I was, like, at a really low point and I went to a therapist and I kind of almost expected that they would fix me. And yeah. I was like, I just need to turn up to therapy and tell them what I'm thinking. Like, yeah. it's fine. They're going to fix me. But actually it's not. It's that I had to go away and do the work. Yeah. So they can only do so, like people can only help you so much. Yeah, no, exactly. And then you have to go away and be yeah. with your brain. <laughs> yeah, and like, you know, we're not set up with tools. Like we're not set up with an understanding of how, of how our mind works. Like, unless you work in the field, you studied it, then you might, you'll have an understanding of it. But mo like a lot of people don't, right? So you're basically just like thrown into the world with like all these things happening inside your mind that you don't really know 
why they're happening or what mm. or how to control them and then you're expected to just like get on with it just get on with it so like it's it's fucking tough like it's not easy but you're the only person that can be inside your mind and change those thoughts and you can do that by just having more conversations with yourself, being more honest with what those negative thoughts are saying, not being worried about them, not thinking that you're abnormal for having those thoughts because you just have to remember that 85% of your thoughts are neg like everybody's 85% of their thoughts are negative. I honestly, that I'm still shook by that. Yeah. I'm still shook by the like, what was it you said? Seven to 15% or nine to 15% is positive. Yeah, well, or it's like 85 is like negative, 93 is repetitive from yesterday. So that actually only leaves like what, like 17% like positive thoughts. So you, the reason why your mind shifts into a, a negative space is because that's the way your mind is designed. Like you're not abnormal. You're not ungrateful, like ungrateful. You're not, not doing well in life. Like, that is the way that your brain is wired. And it's, but that's a beautiful thing because the only reason it's not out to like, it doesn't want you to have a shit lie. It's not out to sabotage you. No, it, just, it just wants to keep you alive. And like, it's doing what it knows to do to keep you alive. And now we have to then interject a little bit and think, okay, actually, how can we think about this more progressively? How can I set myself up for success? That negative thought isn't helping me right now. So what can I do with it? How can I change that negative thought into something that's going to be a bit more progressive for me? So what would you say are like, if someone was sat there listening and they're like, I really need to implement some of this stuff, what would you say are like really good key bits of advice or toolkit things that they can take away? Obviously alongside what we've already said with like the asking yourself questions about different thoughts, what would you say is like really good things that they could take away? Including that obviously, because that's such a like nugget of information everyone needs. Yeah. <laughs> Um, I would say to start having these conversations with yourself from like this moment. Mm. Like it's not something, don't need to wait and do it tomorrow. You don't need to wait and do it on the weekend. Like maybe don't do it in the middle of your working day <laughs> Sorry, when you're sat in the office. <laughs> no, do it now. You have to like really act. Yeah. Because you're constantly having all these negative thoughts. Like start practicing. Like, just get going with it. Just do it. Just do it. Like, if you've got a negative thought that is... Some people have negative thoughts that are quite, like, a lot louder, maybe. Mm -hmm. Maybe you've got, like, a bigger negative... Maybe you're sat in work and you're listening and then your your loudest negative thought is maybe something about your family, right? That's probably not in work, as, like you said, is the best time to do it. But yeah, if it's don't like, unpack the deep shit. Yeah, but if it's something like in work that you're feeling negative about and you're sat in work now mm. like ask yourself lean into that like ask yourself questions and you can just sit there and do it in your head because nobody knows you're sat there having a conversation with yourself what i started to do and this is what i told talk to a lot of the people i work with is when you start doing it a really good way is to as soon as you have a negative thought almost like click your fingers and mm. be like right i'm having a negative thought and Obviously, if you're like not around anybody, um, just sat there clicking away. <laughs> yeah, have that conversation out loud. Obviously, like I said, maybe actually you can put headphones on and like pretend that you're like chatting to somebody or whatever. But it's a good thing, almost like if you're 
say like going for a walk and you're just chatting away to yourself or like in the car or at home when you're making dinner or something, you just chat away to yourself. Yeah, chat away and start having those conversations, have them out loud if there's nobody around. Obviously if there's people around you, you'll still feel comfortable doing it. Like <laughs> no I, one rate, I really rate you do it. Um, but have those conversations out loud. So I'm feeling worried about X, Y, and Z. Okay, how come you're feeling worried about it? And answer answer it out loud and reply out loud and you'll start to see how easy those conversations are and if you get stuck that's okay if you don't know the answer you can just say I don't really know the answer to that okay so what can we do to then find the answer out mm. maybe we just need to sit and write it down okay cool so let's go and sit and write it down I can't do it right now I'm making dinner okay let's do it after we have dinner yeah um start practicing them out loud because then you'll hear them and they'll be a bit more clear and then start with the loudest like negative thoughts that you have and then try and bring it into a daily practice every single time you have a negative thought think stop and think about what that conversation would sound like but also remember that you do need some negative thoughts like when you're walking along the road and you see a bus coming your negative thought is saying don't walk out in front of that bus because you're gonna get injured yeah. So like, we don't want to keep that one. Do you know what I mean? Like there's, there's certain things like those negative thoughts are there just to keep you safe. And all you're trying to do is just protect your mindset from not spiraling. And just keep yourself okay. Yeah. And yeah. focus on the better bits. Yeah. Like, like I said, like it's you and your mind. Minimize the negative bits. Yeah. And like, it's not minimizing it it's just like understanding where they're coming from and then moving and trying to be more progressive with that rather than sitting and spiraling on it and you in your mind like it's about you need to try and make your mind a nice place to be because that's all you've got like and no matter what situation you're put in that's all you've got like that and it's always there <laughs> it's always there and it's either going to make you, it can make you really, really, really enjoy a situation or it can make you fucking hate a situation. And you've got to decide which one you want to sit in. And most of the time people are going to want to sit in and be able to at least like, maybe not always enjoy it, but maybe just like at least get through it. Um, and it's so important to make it a nice place because no matter what you go through in life, like that's the only thing you're going to have. And if you can really practice and train your mind into moving into this more of a positive space or a neutral space, then when maybe bigger traumatic things happen in your life, you will be able to manage them a little bit easier. They're still going to hurt. Like grief is grief, trauma is trauma. You thinking positively all the time isn't going to make you... Um, isn't going to make you. It's not going to stop those things from happening. It's not going to stop those things from happening. Things are all, bad. Things are always going to happen to you. Like that's just the way that life is. The way you deal with them. Yeah, and like, and hopefully, not many bad things happen. You have some people where they have a string of bad things that happen. You have some people that don't really have that, that many bad things that happen to them. You don't know, but if you can build that relationship with your mind, then no matter what happens, you're going to be able to be you're going to be able to manage those situations with a little bit more ease than if you aren't practicing it day in, day out. And then eventually, like you said, with you now, like it becomes 
where you've done it so many times, it's almost like riding a bike where you just end up doing it without thinking. Because exactly. Just, it becomes yeah. so natural to you, right? Yeah. And like, even like the other day, I was like having like, I could feel like I've thought like spiraling a little bit. And I lit, like, I, I literally kind of laughed and I was like, eh. I was like, <laughs> what are you doing? We've been through this. We've had this conversation multiple times. That's not useful. Let's think about all the things that go well in life. Well, you've got this, 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 and this, right? Things are okay. That is something you maybe really want. You don't have it at the moment. It means a lot to you. That comes with its own kind of adversities. Completely get that. However, is worrying about it in this moment, like, is it going to be helpful? No, it's not. Can you do anything about that situation right now? No, I can't. What can I do? Well, I can focus on doing X, Y, and Z. Okay, we'll focus on that. And then we know that we can think about that on Saturday because there's going to be some, there's a situation or opportunity where you can yeah. work on that. And then I'm like, cool, right. And then I just carry on. And then you Saturday, you probably don't even think about it. Or you do, but you're like, well, now I kind of know it was coming. Yeah, it, dep it depends like the sorts of things that like those thoughts are, thoughts are telling you, for example. Um, but yeah, a lot of the times the things you worry about, like they they don't happen in the ways that you think they're going to happen. Um, like a lot of the things that we worry about never happen. Yeah. If it's like a situation and you kind of overthink it and worry, it normally never happens where you think it's going to happen anyway. Yeah, it <laughs> always happens in a different way. But like, that's why it's so important to have those conversations with you and yourself and understand what that negative thought is coming from. Because actually there might be some like gold dust in that mm. and you might think oh actually I wasn't worried about this I'm actually worried about this like something completely different yeah and I can do something about that or now I just even knowing that that's what you feel worried about that also gives you a bit of peace yeah because some things you some things you can't change there's a lot of things you can control but there's a lot of things you can't control but you can control how you talk to yourself and how you navigate your negative mindset and moving it into more of a positive one and making peace with all the things you can't change yeah I actually saw a quote I'm going to find it on my phone because I can't remember exactly how it goes but I saw a quote the other day and I was like this is the best thing I have ever seen in my life so I saved it because this is so good so it says your peace is more important than understanding why something happened the way it did yeah, and I was I like, that her. is such a good quote. If you're in like a situation where you're like, maybe work was a bit shit and something happened and so out of your control. And then you're like, I don't need to stress about this because I can't control what happened. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then sometimes I'm like, my peace is more important right now. <laughs> it is. Like, that's again, like, that's like a negative spiral being like, oh my God, well, well, this happened, then this happened and what if and what if. And it's just like, you know, you're like, you know, after especially after listening to this podcast, right? You know that your mind has a lot of negative thinking, mm. right? Eighty-five percent, eighty-five percent, right? So you can then take that control back and think, I'm not going to let it. I'm not going to think negatively about that. Like you said, I'm going to like retain my peace from the situation because I don't know what else could have happened in that situation and what's the point of me thinking about it and I think there is like it's obviously really easy to be like don't think about it but there is a there's a lot of you there's a lot of use in thinking about it obviously but there's also sometimes you've just got to be like I surrender mm -hmm. it actually is what it is process it you have to process certain things 
then you have to just think, step away and be like, is what it is. There's something else there for me. Let me think, let me navigate and move my attention to something that I can control. Like getting up and going to the gym or getting up and going for a run. or What you're having for dinner. What you're having <laughs> for dinner, exactly. How many times I'm thinking about food right now? <laughs> <laughs> but like our minds are so unbelievably powerful and we can control them. So like you have like the greatest tool on earth inside your head, your brain. It can do some amazing things. You can control like the like I said that you can basically control the greatest like bit of machinery, right? If you think about mm -hmm. your brain in that sense. You have full control of that if you practice and allow it and there's a study that I love, um, which just puts into perspective how powerful your mind is. And it's um, Dr. Uh, Taris uh, Swift. She talks about it a lot in her book. She's a neuroscientist. And they wanted to try and see if people's minds were powerful enough to reverse aging. Oh my God, I think I saw this because you mentioned it the other day. Yeah, and like, I was I, I like I love this study and I think it just really puts into perspective how powerful your mind is they had three groups of 80 year olds one controlled group which means that that group um that group just lived their ordinary uh, carried on living their lives as they were they had one group that were asked to reminisce about being in their 60s um as many opportunities as they could and then they had one group where they drove them to retrofitted versions of their houses when they were in oh their God. 60s and they had pictures of them in their 60s they had newspapers from their 60s and they were left there and they had to act like they were in their 60s right and there's um a few of the couples were like oh people are not going to help us with our suitcases are people not going to do like our mm. shopping and you know the services they were having when they were 80 and they said, no, you're completely on your own now. As if they were 60 again. As if they were 60. They're like, you're 60 now. You have to get into the mindset of being 60. You have to do everything. Within one week, the people who were in that fitted houses where they had to act like 60, uh, 60 year olds, they were taller. What? Yeah, they were taller because they were carrying their own things, mm -hmm. which meant that their posture was stronger. Their muscular coordination was stronger, which meant that, which is basically lifting and walking. So they were able, they were more mobile and they visibly looked younger. And they proved that by, they asked a selection of people to rate how old, uh, to vote about how old they were. And they said that they were in their sixties. Oh my God. That was in one week. And that was because their mindset were like, we have to act like 60 year olds now because we haven't got any help. Yeah. And they were seeing pictures of themselves when they were younger. They were reading the news about when they were 60s. They were doing everything themselves again because they had to. And it visibly and psychologically made them younger. The people that were reminiscing about being 60 were also, also showed signs of um, improved um, muscular coordination and... Um, improve they were taller and uh they were visibly a little bit younger 
Um, obviously, the control group who just lived their lives were still unable to carry their bags. Still unable, 80. <laughs> Yeah, still 80, unable to do certain things. But the group of 60-year-olds who were pushed into that situation where they had to act like it and their mindset had to go back to being 60 were visibly 20 years younger. That's ridiculous. So, like, that is the power of your mind. And changing your mindset, like... You literally pretend, I mean, I don't think I need to pretend to be 20 years younger. I'd be literally like 10 years old. <laughs> but the fact that you can literally, by just thinking that you're younger and acting like you're younger, like just literally change your mindset and then that and it, life yeah. changed. And it changes the, your muscles. It changes your height. It changes the, the appearance of how old you are. So, and there's so many neuroscientists that are talking about it at the moment. So it's like, it's all really scientifically backed and, there was another study recently where they got a group of people to um, to think about their muscles growing, as in like bodybuilding. Yeah, so like their arms, yeah. their arms getting stronger and like visibly having like yeah. more muscle mass. Um, and they got one group of people to think about it for a month, and then they got one group of people to actually go and do it, mm. and they both improved their muscular. Um, uh, their mus muscular mass by 13%. Even though the other group didn't even touch a weight. Didn't touch it. Didn't just touch a weight. Just sat and, thought, sat and thought about doing it and sat and thought about their muscles growing because it basically, the same signal in your mind than when you're thinking about it and doing it gets sent to your muscles. That's absolutely crazy. So this is how powerful your mind is. So you can change the way you feel about yourself and your life by just thinking moving yourself you have to do that bit of work about thinking a bit more positively and understanding your negative thoughts but if you sit there and you think actually my life's really good I'm really happy I've got x y and z your life will then become happier you will be happier it's like that saying isn't it of like what you think about you bring about so like if you're exactly. thinking certain things, you literally bring them into your life. Yeah. And it happens. And it like with the 80 year olds thought they were 60, they literally became, well, not literally became 60, they were still 80, but like they were changing everything about themselves and yeah. changing so much just by changing the way they thought. Yeah, wholeheartedly. So like, it's so important how the thing, the way that you think and you can just be sat there now and you can be, going through some like you know feeling really bad about yourself not feeling great but if you start believing that you're happy and start telling yourself that you're happy and start thinking about the things that are going to make you happier and setting that up and creating that in your mind then you can be sat there and your life will be dramatically better even if nothing in your life has actually physically changed <laughs> honestly mind blown yeah so like it's really really important it's not some like fluffy like trends like people have been working on this for like years and years and years like some of the studies around this like date back to like 100 years ago 200 years ago it's um, so fascinating yeah it's so but it's like it's so important so you have to think like but just by changing your mindset you can literally change your whole world and obviously you still need there's some like basic fundamentals that people need like you need shelter you need food you mm -hmm. need valid like you, there are certain things that you need um but 
there's evidence that even if you don't have those things, if you're thinking in a more of a progressive way, you're going to enjoy that time. You're going to be happy in that time, even though you're still in that same situation. Yeah. I honestly, I'm mind blown. Yeah. I'm listening to you and I'm like, just keep talking. <laughs> just keep telling me facts. <laughs> I find it so interesting because I just think it's so fascinating how our brains work and how little things like that just and little we know so about it but like we're not taught these things in school and like we were saying earlier like we need to be taught this from really early on and like the basic fundamentals of it because that like human behavior like we we don't really know how our minds work which is really wild because we, we're a human <laughs> like we are a human but we don't really know why we act or yeah. do certain things and another great way to like change your mindset is to just like and I don't think we do this enough and I certainly don't is always question question everything it doesn't matter if somebody is more authoritative than you somebody is older you think somebody's more intelligent the government is saying whatever, I don't know, a newspaper's written something, but you know, that newspaper's really credible. Like you have to question everything, question what people tell you, question what I'm saying, question what like you say, like question everything because we don't question things enough and you can learn a lot more about that situation and yourself if you're questioning certain things. And it doesn't mean that like, everything's wrong you have to you're trying to seek out if somebody's like incorrect it's just about questioning what that person is saying to you because then you're going to get a better understanding of it and always go and do your own research like research into um how you actually change your mindset research into the effects of it research into negative thinking and positive thinking and you don't need to really understand it or take all of it in but if you've got a bit more you know and even listen to this podcast right that's you trying to understand it mm -hmm. learn as much as you can about that thing and then start practicing it um but take little bits from wherever you can and create your own version of it yeah. so there'll be and I always say this to people I work with, like there's so much out there nowadays about doing X, Y, and Z. Like it's so overwhelming. There's so much information. Now. So but much information. information. Sometimes as well. But so much wrong information. Um, but that's, what, that's the same with psychology, right? And that's what I've learned over the years is that stats will come out, right? And it will be a group of psychologists that want to create some sort of research so they want to prove something so they're going to go and ask big groups of people and they're going to set up these um but like with the um with the groups of 80 year olds right they wanted to try and see if you could reverse your 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 age right so they're going out to look for that yeah um and then there'll be another study that will be slightly different to that and there'll be another study that probably proved that wrong but then there'll be more studies that prove it right, right? Like it's a bit of a minefield out there. The best thing you can do is just learn as much as you can and just cherry pick from everything that you read and that you see and create your own toolbox of things. Just because I've said to go and do it one way, it doesn't mean that that way is necessarily right for you. You might listen to somebody else and think, I like a bit of what that person said and a little bit of that person. Fantastic, blend it together. Like 
do whatever works for you. There are going to be some things that really work for some people, some things that don't. But you can also pick and choose the parts you like of what you're listening to and reading and create something that is really, really personalized to you. And and like you said about the misinformation, like go and check what people are telling you. Like go and see where their resources are from. Go and check, especially with like stats and stuff. Like if there's a study on something and they're saying, you know, like I don't 90% of people have X, Y, and Z. If you actually look into that study, you can just reset like Google the study and it will come up. If they've done it on 20 people, that's not really accurate. That's not an accurate study. Like it's accurate for that 20 people, but not the rest of the Exactly. You have to put it into like perspective a little bit. Um to do your research on what you what you read and create something using all the different points that you found that you've enjoyed and just keep try just keep trying it. I think it's so interesting as well because like you said every single person listening will have a completely different part of this that they take away as being like a really good nugget of information. Yeah. So like I could take away one thing, my 85%, <laughs> but then someone else could take away something completely different or they could interpret it slightly differently and then they go away and they think of it just in that slightly different way that works really well for them. Yeah. And then maybe it will just change their whole life. Yeah. I actually really hope it does. I hope someone listens to this and they go away and they really do like focus and they're like, this is what I needed right now to go away and just really focus on changing my mindset. Like this is the episode I needed to like. Yeah, I hope so really too. Change. And I just want people to know that like they're not abnormal. They're not doing things wrong. Like life is really hard. Like there's so much out there against uh, our survival there's so many things, especially at the moment, that are going on in the world that are actually like not setting people up for success. Like it's hard. And you can speak to anybody who is of a generation older than us or any like um, evolutionary psychologists, for example, neuroscientists who are doing all this work. And like they're saying like this, this period is particularly tough. So your environment isn't, setting you up for success like so it is going to be really hard your mind you're not abnormal your mind is thinking negatively because all it wants to do is try and help you survive yeah. and it, it can't work out the two like it can't almost like pick and choose like, like our brains haven't evolved to that point yeah. yet but just knowing that a large proportion of your thoughts are negative only because it wants to keep you alive, which is a good thing. We yeah. like that about our brains. Like, negative. <laughs> yeah, we, we're thankful for that. But let's take what we do know and work out how we can think a bit more positively because we know that sometimes our minds are, are playing tricks on us a little bit. Well, thank you so much for coming on for this episode. I feel like I've learned so much from you and I just want you to keep talking for the next like three hours. <laughs> I could honestly like talk about this all day but it's it's just stuff that like I've just been uh obviously I have training in it and I my master's and and I live I breathe it like day in day out and I just work with people all the time mm -hmm. I can work with different groups of people like every day so I have a really good understanding of like how people think and how people feel and it's taken me like you know it's no easy feat right like I got into this kind of work about five five years ago now and that was at a point where a couple of things had happened and I was feeling 
I was just feeling really shit. Like, some of the shit of the lowest I've ever felt in my life. And I remember, like, my mission was to, like, not feel like that again. So I just spent my time learning more about the human brain, learning more about emotions, behaviors. And by learning all of that, it helps me now, it helps me today to rationalize things a lot more. And I think that's the key is just like being able to really rationalize the thoughts that are going on in your head um, and then trying to act on it and set yourself up for success. The way that I work with people is through like the content that I make mm-hmm. and just helping people um, break that down. And then I was having like chats with people like on um, socials. Um, yeah, your socials will be all in the show notes. So if anyone wants to check you out, they can have a little look and see what you're up to and see all her little on the street bits as well. Because I'm now intrigued by the guy who spills his love life stories. <laughs> I'm going to drop that next week so you'll see it. I'm so intrigued. It sounds really cute. Yeah, it's really cute. But we'll we'll leave everything because I really want people to be able to find you because I think you've got so much gold dust on there mm-hmm. and it's all so good to just look through. Like I've obviously looked through it already, but all of your Instagram and TikTok stuff is just so insightful to so many things and I think it would really help for the takeaway. Yeah, definitely. But yeah. Should we round off the episode? We're actually doing another one in a minute, guys. We're going to be doing, what, what did we, I can't remember what we titled it. Like um, psychologically evaluating why, how you love. How it. you love and date, yeah. So we're actually doing another episode in a minute, which is all about how you psychologically love and date. So I know a lot of you are going to be interested because I've had a lot of questions about doing love episodes. So keep your eyes peeled for that one. Zoe's coming back. (laughs) But I hope you enjoyed the episode, guys, and we'll see you in the next one. Cool. Thanks so much for having me. Yeah. Thanks for coming on. I've honestly loved it. Good. (laughs) Yeah, it's been fun. (laughs) See you later. Are you loving this podcast and recommending it to everyone you know? Well, make sure to do the same online too. By leaving a little rating and review on various different platforms, you're helping other people to also come across this podcast by allowing it to be ranked a little bit higher on all the different podcast platforms. And I'd be super, super grateful if you could let me know what you think and spread the word so that everyone else can also find a little bit of the magic in their life. And we can help every single woman out there to live their best life and just thrive, baby. This is a paid partnership with BetterHelp. Are you trying to live your best life but just feel like you need a little bit of guidance to fully reach your potential? Well, that used to be me too and I wanna share a little secret of mine with you. Last summer, I felt like I needed a bit of extra guidance in my life and really struggled to find a therapist online because there's so many to search through and it's a little bit daunting when the day to pace seems endless, but that's where I found BetterHelp and they made things so much easier. BetterHelp is a platform that connects you with a fully trained and personally selected therapist through a series of questions to understand exactly what you need. Their mission is to make therapy more accessible, which is so important because finding a therapist can not only be really challenging, but you're also limited to just a therapist in your area. Once you've accepted your therapist, you can then choose dates and times which suit you best for your sessions, whether that's a phone call, video chat, or even messaging through the app because therapy should work for you and your needs. I particularly like the journal feature on the app because it means if I have something going on throughout the week, I can write my thoughts down so I can discuss it with my therapist in the next session. And I have the memory of a goldfish, so this really, really helps me if there's something on my mind. And then as soon as I'm asked the question of what do you want to talk about this week, I seem to just fall short. (laughs) But the best part of the app, if you don't get on with your therapist, then it's super easy to switch to someone new without it being awkward because you're not going to get on with everyone. And it's nice to know that your option is there to change too. And another great thing is that as a Good Vibes girly, you can get 10% off your first month of BetterHelp by visiting betterhelp.com forward slash good vibes. That's betterhelp.com forward slash good vibes because everybody deserves a great therapist, if you want one, of course. 
I've popped the discount in the show notes for you if you did want to give it a try and hopefully you can find your perfect therapist while saving a little bit of money in the process. You're welcome.